As far as I know, all the action started after our dog Max, who died in August of 2000. He didn't leave us for quite a while. In the early morning when we needed to go outside, he would come to the edge of the bed, take his head, and lift my husband's hand to wake him. He would do this quite often after he died. We would feel him jump up on the bed and walk around. We have a three-bedroom home, and when our grandson came to spend the night, he would sleep in this particular room with his papa. One night, while he was in bed to go to sleep, he got up and went to his papa. He told him that he heard a dog sniffing in the room. That settled it for me as far as it was not our imagination. My husband would see him walk around the house until finally, one day, he was gone. However, there were other things that were happening during this time. While I was asleep, in the bedroom I mentioned, I was awakened to someone taking their finger and tracing my lips. When I opened my eyes and looked, it looked like vines all entwined. There were limbs, as if they could be arms, and I felt that one of them had traced my lips. I knew if I blinked, it would go away, and it did. There have been things that would be moved and go missing, only to show up again later, when I would sit on the couch during this time. Every night someone would stroke my hair as I sat on the couch watching TV. It seems there's a lot of activity in the laundry room. Also, we have heard on several occasions someone come in and out of the home from the garage. We have a wooden screen door there, and the screen door slam. What is strange about this is, when we let it slam, it will bounce in the door jam several times. When it is slammed by a ghost, it does not bounce any. The garage door is closed, and no one came into the garage to do this, and no one else is in the home. I keep the laundry basket in the laundry room closet, and one evening, I was sorting clothes to do laundry. I thought my husband came in and squeezed my butt. I let out a scream because it startled me and turned around to tell him not to do that. No one was there, and when I looked out the door, he was in the kitchen. There was no way he could have done this and got back to the kitchen in time. My granddaughter spent the night one night. One night I was in my office doing some work, and I'd left a TV on in the great room. I kept thinking to myself that I needed to go turn down the TV. After the second time I thought this, I heard several loud noises. Since my husband was in bed, I thought he had gotten up mad because the TV was loud and turned it down, and plus, slamming the bedroom door. It did not sound like a slam, but that was the thought that passed in my mind. When I went to look, 
The TV was down so low, you could barely even hear it. I asked my husband the next morning if he had gotten up to turn down the TV, and he said no. A couple of weeks ago, early one Saturday morning, no one was up, and I heard the noises again. I did not get up to investigate, since I knew they were at it again. I'm sure it isn't finished. Until next time. Looking back, there are a bunch of stories I could tell, but I'll pick out a couple spanning different stages of my life. I remember this one with clarity, as if it happened this morning. I was laying in bed when I was about seven or so. It was a Saturday morning. Strange that I remember that. I opened my eyes, and at the bottom of my bed was my grandpa, except that he was transparent. I could see the lines of him. It was very detailed, like a pencil sketch, but he was completely see-through. He was distinctly talking to me. I could see his mouth opening and closing, like he was trying to tell me something really important. Then his face started getting bigger and bigger, as if he was getting closer, but he wasn't and he kept getting more and more animated. And the way he was trying to tell me, whatever it was that he was trying to tell me, I freaked out and took off. Never figured out what he was saying, but it was pretty cool to see him. So many things happened in that home. None of it was particularly disturbing or anything. We would see people ducking into our playroom and closets a kid in a yellow dress was the most frequent one. Locked cabinet doors would open by themselves, but it wasn't remotely disturbing. My mom woke to find an angel sitting on her bed once. Very cool. Fast forward 25 years, skipping a ton of stories. We had our first baby. She was about four months old, and we had just moved her to her room from ours. In the middle of the night as I was drifting off to sleep, a woman's voice literally yelled in my ear like she was right next to me, get up. Needless to say, I did, and I ran into my baby's room and checked her breathing and woke her up. I don't know for a fact that something was going on, but I'm pretty sure the woman prevented something bad from happening. I've heard her several times since. I appreciate her help. I don't know who it is, though. We now live in PA, in a house that from time to time appears to get kind of active. It isn't consistent and seemed to happen more when we first moved in. It seemed like we had ghost kids with us. We would hear kids whispering in our ears from time to time as if they were right next to us. See them upstairs in the hall. Hear them giggle. Hear a kid say mommy, daddy, from the stairs. Once our kids are asleep, even my daughter is asked who keeps walking by our door when it's not us. Again, nothing scary or disturbing, 
but kind of interesting, I suppose. Thank you for listening. I have so many of these, especially from the Virginia days as a kid. Keep up the good work. As I told you before, my name is Vanessa, and my family and I used to live in a haunted house. We would listen to the radio in the mornings while we were getting ready for school, and it would shut off. So one morning, we didn't turn it on, and it came on. We turned it off, and it still came on. My dad, who didn't believe in ghosts at the time, used to come home, and all the dishes in the kitchen would be out of the cabinets, and we would get in trouble. Until one night, he was there alone, and was woken up by a noise in the kitchen. He walked to the kitchen in total darkness, and saw something blacker than the dark, and about four feet tall. He turns, and goes back to bed, and puts the covers up to his eyes, and whatever it was, turned, and went to his room. It walked up to the end of his bed and looked at him for a minute, and turned, and went back to the kitchen. He had seen a little girl, looking over his stepson one night. So many things have happened in there. That's really all I have to share. I know it's short, but I hope you enjoyed. I've had a handful of previous experiences with ghosts, but the most memorable happened in April of this year. Growing up, I had a favorite aunt and uncle. My aunt was the one who spent time with all the kids, took us to fun places like the zoo, and encouraged those of us with a creative side to develop that. We shared a love of cooking and selling. She and my uncle took me in for a few weeks when I was about 24 and trying to save a dying early marriage. She lost a 2.5 year battle with cancer in April at age 77. My husband and I attended her memorial service a few weeks later, just as her very close family entered the church and took their seats up front. I saw her. My husband was sitting at my right, and she was on the other side of him. She disappeared after a few seconds, but I had a very intense feeling that she was still there for another few seconds after that. This was totally unexpected, but very comforting. I've not yet told this to my uncle or cousins. They live some distance away, but will at some time. Many of my own family do not believe in ghosts, thus my hesitation at revealing my experience. A second, very recent possible experience involves my 23-month-old grandson, Luke. His father was killed when he was about 10 months old. Although my daughter and her children no longer live in the same place, recently, Luke refuses to go into the kitchen in their new house when it is dark. He appears to be very frightened of something. We wonder 
if it might be his dad, and he's checking on him. I was the caretaker of the Royal Academy of Dance in Battersea, Southwest London. I was locking up one night, and on walking through the top floor, I noticed a man in fireman's gear walking across the studio. When I switched the light back on, this person had somehow vanished. Another time, I was walking through the first floor and heard the sound of the piano going off in the studio and someone walking around as well. So I walked in and the music stopped. No one was in there. When I turned the lights off and left, that same piano started playing again. I was walking around the third floor another night when I heard a voice say, help me, really clearly. Not thinking anything of it, I shouted that no one is allowed to be here. That was when I realized that I was the only one in the building. What's interesting is that I took a medium around the building and she actually collapsed in the downstairs studio, Studio 10. She said that there was a man hanging in the corner of the room. I've been around with a mate with night vision cameras and meters. We found large orbs in Studio 10 on the ground floor, which were dancing around me. We have film of them. And on the top floor, we filmed a very large flashlight on camera. To the naked eye, nothing was there. Well, anyway, that's all I have to share. Thank you so much for allowing me to share this experience. I live in a two-story duplex on Cloverleaf for 16 years. I love this house very much, until one day, things started to change. My dad died in the house in the kitchen when I was three years old. When I was in middle school, my two friends would come stay at my house for the weekend so they could see all of their friends. Then my best friend's brother started to talk about Ouija boards and praying to Satan to possess him. When my mother found out, she refused to let him back to our house. Shortly after not talking to them anymore, that's when things got more interesting. I would invite friends to come have a sleepover, and when we would walk up the stairs, they would start freaking out and saying that there was something wrong with the home and would want to go home. I started to become more frightened, and the more frightened I got, the more I saw. I started to see my dead father standing behind me in the bathroom mirror, and I saw him sitting on my mother's bed. I felt someone hug me and say I love you. My mother and sister started to see light rods shooting across my deaf brother's bedroom. He would sit up late at night laughing and staring at something in his room. One day, I saw a man inside my brother's room by his bed. This man was in dark clothing and had dark hair. I believe that my bedroom was the main place for these spirits in the house. My bedroom door would not open, and it was not locked. One night, before we moved, 
I was sleeping and got woken up to voices and noises and objects coming off the shelves. I heard two women's voices outside my bedroom window that was two stories up. They were saying, should we get her? Right after that, I saw the door rattling as if someone was trying to get in. In the hallway, I heard a loud noise. It sounded like a train going down the hallway. Things in my closet were falling off the shelves, and the hangers were swaying back and forth. I tried to wake my daughter's father, but he would not wake up. I was so scared. I felt a cold draft go down my back. I closed my eyes and tried to pretend nothing was happening. I opened my eyes and saw a light rod moving like a wave in the corner behind my door. I got out of bed and ran into my mother's room and she was still asleep. All I could hear was my brother laughing. The nightlight in the hallway was flickering. The next day I woke up and on the back of my bedroom door shaped in the wood grain was a man's face with a beard and a helmet from the medieval days. That face was never there before. That morning, my next door neighbor was walking across his living room and cut his foot on a metal teardrop shape. It burnt a hole in the carpet and it didn't come from the ceiling. We have no idea where and how it got there. After all the incidents that happened to that house, we felt it was best to move. To this day, when I drive by the Cloverleaf house, I get chills and feel scared, like as if whatever is in this house is still waiting. When I lived with my parents, my bedroom was next door to my nanny's room. She lived with us into her late 90s and died in her bed of natural causes with her family around her. Even before my nanny's death, her room had always been associated with strange going-ons. When I was 11, I stood outside the bathroom and heard my mother talking to someone. When I opened the door, she was on her own. I asked her what she was doing, and she told me that she was talking to our ghost, but not to worry, as it didn't mean us any harm. I asked her what it said, and she said that it was a man who whispered her name, often when she was upset, so she found it comforting. Feeling left out, when my parents went shopping and left me in the house alone, I stood at the top of the stairs and told the ghost that I wanted it to contact me so that I could help it in any way I could. I didn't tell my parents and nothing happened that day. The day after, however, when I'd forgotten all about it and was packing my suitcase to go on a trip, I heard a man whisper my name, very gently. I knew my parents were downstairs. I froze, and I can still remember the goosebumps that rose in my body. Then the voice, a little louder this time, repeated my name, 
and I shot down the stairs with a speed I never know I possessed. This incident opened a door that has never completely shut. To this day, I regret offering the ghost my help and being too scared to follow through. But this wasn't the last time we heard of him. My mother and I often heard something thudding down the stairs at night. Later we found out that prior to us living there, a sick man had lived and died in my nanny's room. And while he was alive, he used to bump down the stairs on his bottom as he couldn't walk very well. We later came to realize that he was one of many that occupied our house with us. When my nanny got sick, she made us hang blankets on all the mirrors and shut all the curtains as she saw people in them. My mother slept in the same room as my nanny towards the end and every night was lively with activity. Getting worse as my nanny neared the end, my room being next door, I heard some of the activity myself. The night before my nanny died, my mother told me she was in the bathroom and saw a small, old female mourner hunched over and all dressed in black, holding her hands in prayer going into my nanny's room. Since my nanny died, the activity in her room has continued, and I know that she is one of the entities that reside in there too. An old boyfriend of mine, a total skeptic, who had never been told about this history, stayed over in that room, and in the morning, he told us he had a terrible night's sleep. We asked why, and he said that he could have sworn that something had pushed him out of bed during the night. I think my nanny was trying to tell me something. As he turned out to be a jerk, I still hate going into that room and can always feel the presence of something. Furthermore, no matter what I prop the door open with, it always closes behind me. Even though my nanny's presence is there too, I point-blank refused to sleep in there under any circumstances, as I remember the sleepless nights I had in there too as well. I sometimes wish I'd never opened the door to this part of the universe, as it's scarier to be a believer than a non-believer. Hey Phantom, so really quick, for the algorithm, please give this video a like, a share, and subscribe if you're new. Um, it really helps the channel grow as usual, and, um, yeah, that's all I really have to say, because, you know, my butt is on fire, and I feel like pooping right now. Um, not really, guys, but I'd really appreciate if you left a like, if you left a comment on which video that you, I mean, which stories you like the most, and that's it, guys. Love you guys, and I'll see you in the next video.